<laughs> well, I was wondering, is that that is in fact Maxwell House, which is which is good to the last drop, yes, right, it is. right behind you, delicious to the last drop. Mm, show sponsored by Maxwell House, oh. good to the last drop. If you just wait a second, let me turn this up mm-hmm. and turn this back down and turn that up so I can hear you. There, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get the can. Say what you want while I'm gone. Make fun of me. So right now, as we speak, Kevin is going off to get the can, and we can see Kevin's living room. And Kevin is wearing a pair of gray shorts, and he's sort of he's kind of shuffling to the side. If you look over to the left, you can see a telescope. It is small, so one would imagine the telescope is for possibly viewing people in the lake, possibly viewing neighbors, as opposed to viewing viewing the stars and such. What in the world? Did uh, you- I was talking about your telescope and how you. You probably spy on uh, people th- in the lake. Yeah. Women in mm-hmm. bikinis and in uh, kayaks. That's what I imagine, but that's, that's understandable. Of course it is. Wow, I'll Imp- tell you. Impolite, but understandable. This is a can of Maxwell House. How what? big is it across? Uh, across, it would be... All right, well, this makes up to 240 f- cups. Six okay. fluid ounce cups of How ground coffee. How many scoops coffee. is a cup? Uh, for me, it's uh, if you do a scoop per cup, goodness, mm-hmm. three scoops makes eight cups for me. So we'll do three some, scoops is like a pot, right? So I would. Do you think, like it strong or do you like it weak? I like it medium strong. So probably just medium in yeah. the middle. Like when you go to like Denny's, do you think that the coffee is strong or weak? Uh, good question. I don't know. I haven't had Denny's coffee. Well, how about McDonald's? McDonald's weak. coffee is actually pretty all right. It's, they they've switched it up. It's, it's flavorful, but it's kind of weak. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. It used to be really bad. It was very waterful, but now it uh, it's coffeeful, which is which is nice. <laughs> all right, so guess what's in here? What? It is not okay. coffee. Um, I don't want you to shake it. I feel like that'll give it away. I already had an idea going in. I think that inside of the can is four harmonicas and three kazoo's. Oh. Five harmonicas and three. No, you're absolutely wrong. Would you like to take another guess? I think that inside of is not coffee, but tea bags. Gross. No, (laughs) not. I'm opening the thing. Mm -hmm. The lid is off. Off. You do get an audible sound to check and see. You ready? Here we go. Okay. That's weird. It sounds like it could be things wrapped in plastic or maybe plastic things. Is it lollipops? Like the individually wrapped kind mm, that your dentist will give stick you? Stick format, but no. Not a lollipop, not a harmonica, nor a kazoo. No. It is, in fact, a a rock candy stick. No, those are wood, wooden sticks. Are, are you ready? Because you'll never guess. I might eventually guess, but go ahead. All right. Those are, in fact... Uh, hypodermic needles? Is that what they're- <laughs> That's exactly what they are. It's filled with hypodermic needles. Do you have to inject yourself with medicines? Is that... Every day, yes. For your your steroids, your human growth hormone? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, this is the medicine that keeps me walking. This is the MS medicine. Shot once a day when I... Mm-hmm. I I've filled up... Well, since 2005, I probably filled out about 30 or 40 of these already. But, Where do you uh, have to inject it into? Dur- during the week, it's, and uh, you can't really see this at home, but it's Monday through Sunday, seven spots. Mm-hmm. 
So it's arm, arm, stomach, hip, hip, leg, leg. When you get the stuff, do you have to do you have to get a spoon and a lighter and heat it up before you pull it into the hypodermic, or do you just? That's silly. It? No, you microwave it. Oh, do you? That's the <laughs> no. It's a... you have to make sure not to put the spoon in there. <laughs> exactly, because all that lightning, that cool ass purple lightning, starts happening. Uh, I have never put like anything metal in the microwave. I've always been so wary. Start start with tin foil and then enjoy what that happened? show. Like, what's the, what's... Purple lightning starts flying all over the place, and then eventually your microwave explodes. Oh, is that what happens? How long would that take? Oh, uh, start with ten seconds, and around the uh, three second mark, start running. Okay, hold on. I'll, I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. That was super weird, just like how you said. <laughs> and now we can start the show. And now it's time for Pretentious Podcast with Brian and Zerbinator. I'm sorry for yelling at you during the theme song. Look, I didn't think that you were yelling at me, but we're getting to the point where it's like you're constant harping on the yelling sort of, I'm sorry. Don't be sorry, because I'm, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have yelled at you. And <laughs> that was rude of me. It was a little rude. And honestly, if you if you want me to continue to co-host a show with you, you got to you got to understand this is, you know, it's just kind of a fun, fun, fun time for me. It's not like it's not like work. And if you're going to try to make me stick to a schedule like that, I think things could get awkward. Well, all right. So I'll just back off. That probably could be. Can we do the show now? I want to do the show. I'm here to do the show. I, I. Opening gap. Early to do the Opening show. gap. Gap. I thought we did the opening gab when we did the thing about the coffee can. No, we have to do it now after the theme song. <laughs> You people don't understand. I you people? What do you mean by you people? He sends me this paper with like <laughs> everything on it that he wants to do and about how long he wants it to be. And he, he doesn't leave a lot of time for creativity. And on top of that, he... You've had this paper for a month. There are parts on here that he wants to do that aren't even on the paper. I don't... <laughs> I see why Doug is mad all the time. Ferg is... I see why Ferg is always swearing. Yeah, I, that's I true. get it now. I get it now. Do you want to swear too? No, I don't really swear very much. You don't really swear that much, do you? No. Only when I'm like super angry. Like when you hear me start swearing, it's like, you know, kicks are about to get thrown. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> you know, and I'm, not the cereal. You're, yeah. You're talking. No, like, that's what I meant, actually. <laughs> It's my preferred brand, and I get mad, and I will. From time to time, I'll throw a box. I don't care. I don't care. I throw my pops. Mm. What? I throw my pops. Well, opening gab is how are you doing? So let's let's do opening gabs. How have you been since the last time we recorded? Dude, I'm all right. Let me uh, let me briefly tell you about this. Um, do you know Do you know the film, the film Jackie Brown, the Quentin Tarantino film? Yes, as a matter of fact, it's right there in my collection. It's one of my favorites. Cool, one of my favorites too. And last night they had a they had a screening of it at our our downtown theater. And on top of that, they had uh, Robert Forster, who played Max Cherry, the bail bondsman in the movie. Yeah, was was going to be there doing a Q and A. So, and this is this is like one of my absolute favorite movies. Awesome. He's one of my. Yeah, he's one of my, like, he's my favorite character in the movie. He's like, 
I don't know, whatever it is, like, my wife and I sort of connected over watching this movie, and he was, like, the Aww. character that we we both enjoyed. He feels like a personal, like, we both, like, you know, we like the Max Sherry character, so we were both excited yeah. about going to this this deal. And then um, when we went there, like, we you know, we went into the theater, and we got there a bit late, and he was standing in the lobby. Like, he was just standing there in the lobby with a big with a big soda, like an extra-large movie theater soda. Slurping and I'm on. like, I'm just like, hey, I'm like you're Robert Forster. And he's like, hey, nice to meet you. And I got to, uh, that got is to a- talk to him for like five, ten minutes. You know, it was like a super comfortable, super nice conversation. Dude is dude is the best. Did it you was record such a, it or anything Did you, for your own show or for this show or for any show? I did, I did not. I asked him if that would be okay, and he said it would be, but... He wanted it for his own podcast. It would be for the Robert Forrester cast. Oh, okay. I wasn't willing to sign over the rights, but that, it, did, it did come up. It came not up. without a little bit of uh, Franklin's. A little, gr- a little green, a little skrill going back and forth. That throws some Benjamins down, my mm-hmm, friend. Mm-hmm. He was wearing sweatpants, which I thought was Odd. interesting. Like like track pants? You know, not like sweats. Okay. Like the more like nylon track pants, you know? Yeah. What he thought maybe some of the fans might be a little interested. I don't know. It's, it's Easy a, access. I've never done like a Q and A, but I think that if I did, I'd probably wear like a blazer, you know, like a coat. Yeah, uh, show up in a in a in an outfit that makes people go. This guy is more important than every other guy in the room. It was it was cool though. He's just standing there with this big soda, like the extra large, super big soda. Just you know, does it say slurp. big gulp on the side? <laughs> no, it was. I think they. They have Pepsi cups, like they're oh, this a, movie theater cup. Yeah, movie theater cup, the big blue Pepsi cup. And I'm like, the eight dollar. Check it out. It's, it's Max Cherry drinking a Diet Dr Pepper over by the <laughs> by the escalator. Well, that's still pretty awesome that you got a chance to meet him. I got to meet him. It was great. He like he asked me my name. I told him my name. You know, and it, it, he's a really nice guy. It was a lot of fun. Did he slurp at the bottom when it was almost empty? He was still drinking while we were talking, which okay. kind of cool. got to see him like. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. he, yeah, he was I just like a normal dude Quinn's like, a cool guy <laughs> I can picture that happening It was pretty fun well, I, How are you? I didn't do anything that interesting I usually don't This was a rare, like interesting event That's pretty cool though Did you get any mm-hmm. pictures before I go on my story? I did not I'm not like a picture dude But I did I knew he was going to be there, and I knew that there was a chance that I might get to, you know, s- like see him. So I brought a um, I, like a Jackie Brown videotape, like a VHS tape. Yeah. Which I, which was like my personal tape, like the tape that I had since you know the movie came out, and uh, I brought that with, and I got him, I got him to sign it. Awesome. So I was, I was going to mm. ask. Beautiful. Yeah. That it worked is out cool. perfect because he's right there, and I'm like, look, I'm a weirdo. I got a. My wife has a videotape in her purse. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, huh. I haven't seen one of these in a while. Like, <laughs> yeah, that that's got to make him feel good too, mm-hmm. to know that you've been you know a fan that long. Yeah, it's like I, I've always had it. It's like on a shelf. You can see it over there, and now now it's cool. Now you make it by. face you instead of just looking at the binding. Exactly. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Well, I went to Virginia to pick up the last remnants of my belongings, and uh, that was fun. I got to see. You had my, lived there previously. I grew up in Arlington, Virginia. And hmm. moved up here to Connecticut when the kids... Zerb had, fact. Yeah. What? You need to get a drop that says, a Zerb fact. Zerb. Like with a lightning bolt. Like, <laughs> Zerb fact. And every time you reveal something about your background, Zerb fact. <laughs> well, the kids had kids and we came up here. 
mm-hmm. and uh, been here four years. It took us this long to get everything done. I have how long s- have you lived there? So, uh, four years. Third fact. For <laughs> four years on Oct- August. Excuse me, not October. August twenty second, uh, two thousand thirteen is when I arrived. Mm-hmm. So hmm. almost exactly four years. The cool part about all that is. Um, or uncool, if you want to say it, is that I have too much crap everywhere. I have. It g- does look like that. You can there. see behind me the boxes I have to go through. I recorded- compared to the last time I saw, it's you know. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what I recorded all my music on. Quite slovenly, in my opinion, but can you, you got to live your life how you live your life, you know. Can you see that? Do you know what I used to have one of those when you were talking about how you had that? Yeah, I was. I was thinking how I think I had the exact same thing. I recently Porta Studio Four Eighty Eight. Yeah, the exact same one. I yeah. wish you sold it to me because the cassette player's broken on this. And those oh, folks no. playing the home game, this is the Tascam Porta Studio Four Eighty Eight Mark II. That is an eight-channel mixer recorder for cassette. Mm-hmm. So, needless to say, let me put this down because it's heavy. Oh, it's a it's a really neat device. I used to incredible hook device. different um, cassette players into it and try to. Uh, like make weird mixes on it. And, oh, that's you know. a good idea. I never mm-hmm. thought about doing that. I used it for writing music for over 10 years and recording people and making money and recording other people and things like that. So I've got boxes and boxes and boxes of cassette tapes that I Do have to have go recordings through. of other people? Like yeah, um, different things you produced and stuff? Different oh, yeah, different, different singers, different bands in Arlington, Virginia and around. Um, took it to record people playing live. Uh, used it to everything but podcasting because podcasting didn't start until it didn't like 2006 exist. Like, and seven, I guess. It's a relatively, it's relatively new. It's about ten years old now. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I got tons of tapes to go through, and I get it all set up, and I plug it in, turn it on, and the word Tascam comes across the uh, EQ yeah. and line thing. I'm so excited, and then I go to push play on the tape, and nothing. It's dead. So I cleaned it out, air dusted it, vacuumed it, plugged it back in. It's dead. You think it's the motor, probably? Yeah, I think it's shot. Plus, I remember vaguely putting my fist into it when I got ticked off one day about me trying to do a riff and I couldn't. I used to have that anger issue. Before, I did, too. Before man. Lexapro, um, mm-hmm. where I would play notes. And then if I couldn't get the piece right or the song right or the solo down, I'd be like, and then the machine has to, it has to go somewhere you know yeah it does and you can mm-hmm. see my fist print um right there into the main board so i guess that's probably why the cassette like, player doesn't work that's possible not necessarily the reason it could just be could ha- be like the hatred towards humans the belts the belts disintegrate the belts could have disintegrated too mm-hmm. but that's how that I'm, happens uh like with vcrs i buy a lot of i like vcrs and i'm always like picking them up, they're super cheap nowadays. And yeah, they are. A lot of times, like the belts just have disintegrated, in which case I just throw them away, throw or, them in garbage. Or you can just replace them with the new ones that you purchase. Yeah, you could, I guess. They Ion sells VCRs, USB VCRs. Really, the Ion, Ion company, and they sell cassette records and VHS machines that will. Are they do a that. sponsor of the show? Not yet. I've then we should them. not talk about them. We should only talk negatively of them if they're not. That's how it's going to work with sponsors around here. We're going to talk bad about you unless you come correct with the green, in which case we'll reverse course. So. Give, give us some of those Benjamins. What don't you like about 
Ion Company. I I don't like the fact that they named themselves after a minuscule cell. Mm-hmm. Weak. Super weak. Lame. They stink. And, and what can you do? You can't, you know, it's not trademarked. Cell doesn't have any rights. Hmm. We could form our own Ion Corporation. We could. Nobody could stop we, us. We probably should. We should. Do, would you like to talk about some rants in our pants? And now, let's hear some rants from our pants. Would you like to rant first this time? I, have I did last time, and yes, I would. Did you rant first last time? Yeah, because you, were, you weren't sure what to do yet. Well, all right. I will go first. I have God a... Bless. I have like... What was the clap? You clapping for me? I'm clapping out of excitement for your rants in your pants. It's not much of a rant as much as it's a complaint with a with a question, maybe. We um me and the wife it's and the kid s- softer as you what? go. <laughs> go go ahead. That? What was that? <laughs> I said it was getting softer as you go. Went from a rant uh, to a complaint to more of a question. <laughs> well, it it is a rant with a complaint. And also, there's a question about how you would feel or okay. how you would – how would you react to this? So, we, you know, we're on a trip and traveling, you know, it's like a stressful, stressful thing no matter how much fun you're having. And I had like – I had like a bit of a headache, you know, like um, where, we, where we were, there was like a dry climate. And it's just, you know, I felt like a bit like a, like a prune, you know, just kind of shriveled up and dry and I had a bit of a – bit of a headache. So I, I asked the wife. The wife is like – in general, the keeper of the pills, you know, like she's the, the wives, yeah. they kind of tend to, you know, they have the purse, they have the aspirin in the purse, they have all the, all the stuff in the purse. So she's the drug I'm like, lord. do you, I'm like, do you have, you know, do you have something from a head? Do you have like an anison or like a, like a bufferin or something? And a nuprin, just something. I'm like, do you have a nuprin or a motrin? Just anything that you might have in there that some like a soma, just whatever, whatever you have, I'll take because I got a bit of a headache and. She, you know, she goes into a person, she pulls out a bottle and she hands it to me and, uh, I shake out a couple, no, I think it was three. I shook out three and I took them and I handed it back and she goes, did you, did you pick the, the Anderson? I go, I go, what do you mean? She's like, I put all the pills in there. And I said, what do you mean you put all the pills in there? She's like, I threw, you know, the allergy pills and you know, her prescription pill, just all the pills into the same bottle. And I just shook out three and just took them. And Oh, what 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 I, I want to know is, <laughs> was this my fault yes. or is it her fault for not saying this is the bottle with like all the it was it was an Anison <laughs> bottle. I also want to point out it was like a- a- that kind Anison. of I looked at the bottle. I saw it said Buffering, So I took a few <laughs> and she's like, no, that's just like everything. That's like the <laughs> asthma pills. That's, you know, the estrogen, did, just everything. Before it, we continue, what I have to ask, what was the result of this uh, ingestion? bit drowsy i got a bit drowsy <laughs> i think i may have taken a um what is the allergy pill that they loratadine what's it no the one allergy pill like the antihistamine that makes you drowsy antihistamine uh, um benadryl benadryl there was a, some benadryls in there i sometimes will take a benadryl to help me get to sleep and you know it's kind of when you're traveling yeah it's sort of hard to sleep in a different environment so i'll take like um i'll take one of those and get, get the drowse on so was your headache gone my headache was gone, but I did feel as if I was somewhat in a, in Pink, like a, Pink you know, like a, an old Bugs Bunny cartoon <laughs> when he gets hit in the head and things are spinning, spinning around. All right. But 
I'm going to say that it didn't affect my enjoyment of the trip. And in a lot of ways, it kind of added to it. <laughs> it kind of enhanced it. <laughs> it, enhanced, it enhanced the vibe in a lot of ways. All right. Whose fault is it was your first question? That was the question. That is the question. There's a 50-50 here. Um, I need the label aim. Now, to give you a correct answer, let me ask you this. Has your wife done it before, throwing all the pills into one bottle for trips? Yes. Just uh, Leaning towards your fault more now. I have since found out that that's just generally what she does. Did you know this before? I did not know this because okay, in general, I'll be like, equal you know, party. Do, you, do you have the pill? And she'll just hand me the pill. Was you there know? any mention at all that this is the case with the, I guess not if you were going to take it all at once like that. I just took it. I may have taken like, you know, hastily. I think you might have taken it hastily, but yeah, I think the 50-50 is the answer here because she could have warned you. But deep down, do you think that maybe she didn't want to warn you just to see what would happen? Just to see, maybe she has her eyes on the insurance money that that big time insurance that this, I got. This show is going to be titled "The Benjamins." All about the Benjamins. <laughs> That's what this is. <laughs> All about stacking those chips, those big stacks, dude. You gotta. That's what we're about here on the podcast. Make <laughs> that money, getting paid. That is a good rant. That is a wonderful rant. But yes, fifty-fifty um, on the blame. And uh, to be honest, and I don't want to diffuse the rant, I most of the time, and this is the case with this, when something happens, the blame is usually on yourself. You know, you're usually responsible for your own situations and especially your own drug intake. I'm going to be I think that like I have decided this was a little while ago. You know, you you canceled on me the other week. So this was something that I had stored up. And it actually took place like a month ago, but I still, since then, have decided that, you know, mm, I'm going to be the bigger man and say it was my fault. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for what the you have. I appreciate that. Oh, do you? <laughs> <laughs> that, I guess I should say, say something about that. Do you want me to say something? No, about I that? should. Oh, I did no. cancel on you that, that week. We were supposed to record an episode two weeks ago. It was hurtful. It was very hurtful, and I, I did, I, I made you angry again, like you tonight. You did not make me angry. And uh, annoyed at, at most. I annoyed you because uh, at very short notice, I said I could not record that night. I, I wasn't throwing the kicks. The kicks weren't thrown. Okay, then, then, of... then I feel better. But yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, just said, "Dang it!" I got, I had a note card full of gold. But, but it I bothered did. you enough to bring it up in this recording. You ask, look, when you open the floodgates and a rant comes out, you don't know what direction it's going to go. <laughs> you might think you're doing the right thing, but the flood might go over a town. You just don't the, the levees weren't set in the proper order, and the levees are broke. And we got some, uh, we got some leakage. Mm-hmm. Speaking of leakage, mm-hmm. leakage, leakage. Um, well, this is my rant. Let's hear it. I'm watching. Don't a, don't involve me in it, though. Not I, at all. Not at all. I'm, I'm a little sensitive. No. Well, my rant is is I was watching the haunted. I think it's called the Haunted House Network. It's something I'm a part of because I love Halloween. I'm a is Halloween. Is that on the freak. Roku? No, this is on uh, Facebook. And it, and what they do is show haunted house items that you can purchase. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, blood. Uh, hands <laughs> limbs for haunted houses uh ghost thingies projectors that shoot these awesome things up on the wall for your haunted house 
Uh, Are you put together a haunted house? Dark ride. I used to. I did it for 30 years, actually, in Virginia. Every Halloween, we put on a haunted house. It was great. Um, There's a video on my Facebook page, as a matter of fact, about a... It's almost a 20-minute video, I think, of uh, the the haunted houses through the years and what we used to build. But this this thing... Where could somebody somebody find that? The video I'm speaking of which? Yes. I will link it to this show note. I'm going to look for it right now. Oh, well, go ahead. But let me tell you this rant. So I'm, I'm watching the Haunted News Network. That's what it was, the Haunted News Network. And uh, they're, they're showing the Haunted uh, Con, you know, the Haunted House Con, where people buy and sell all kinds of monstrosities, a bunch of animatronic monsters. Monstrosities. Monstrosities. And it's awesome. I wish I could go to one of these. Now, here's the rant. I'm watching this, and the focus is not on the Halloween goodies, but how freaking fat people are. What? I mean, fat. And I can say this because I am fat. I Mm -hmm. am the chubby wubby. You are not. That's why I couldn't connect you with this, by the way. Uh, You know, I'm I'm, uh, I'm carrying more than I should, like anybody anybody in their 40s, I guess, you know. When your arm has 10 dimples in it, Mm -hmm. when you are, are walking and I can't see the display because of how wide you are, but mm-hmm. I, I just cannot believe. And I would say, oh, these poor people have a problem. But not when you have 60 to 80 obese people in this video of a tour of a haunted con. You know, and it's just my thing is... Do you think maybe it could have been a tour group? Like maybe like a Overeaters Anonymous tour? Maybe that you're... No. That was there at the time they were shooting the video, possibly? No, because some of them were the ones that were actually working the displays. Some of them actually had staff written on their shirt because you can read it from very far away. Where was this at? I think it was hosted in, I'm going to guess maybe Florida or California. <laughs> not California, I'll tell you that. Okay, well, it's just, I could not believe the <laughs> size of these people. And it just, it got to me. So I started to pay more attention from that video on. Noticing how fat this country is getting, and I think that's my rant. How you're fat shaming, Kevin? Fat, yeah, damn right, I'm fat shaming. We need to seriously, as a human race, and I'm thinking about all these poor, starving people in other countries, and we're walking around in here just like we are all on the cast of Wall-E by Disney. We're all just so for you. It's what irritating. is boy, it's irritating. Is, so for you, Kevin, what is the appropriate what is the over calorie delight that you go for the most like if you could let's say you could be hypnotized like i myself i fall prey to sweet treats like i like i like candy i also like peanut butter i eat a lot of peanut butter but and if i could hypnotize myself to no longer enjoy sweets you know that would be beneficial if you could also be hypnotized what do you think would be the key to getting you down to a slim 135. Now, what's sad is the answer is going to be what we're going out to eat tonight, which is pizza, uh, chicken pizza wings. is the most delightful food of all the foods. I, I finish a pizza by myself, and my wife will order a croissant. What's the preferred pizza place for you guys? Little tonight Caesars? we're going to Crystal's. Where is that? Crystal's. I'm sorry. Did I say Crystal's? That makes no sense. Chris- Christos. Christos is here in uh, Wallingford, Connecticut. 
mm-hmm. a beautiful restaurant owned by a really, really nice guy. Um, and he is a very cool man. And I go in and talk to him for an extended period of time. We both had the same haircut. And What's the style of pizza? Deep dish or a more traditional thin style? It's a mix of Italian and Greek. And it's hmm. delicious. Up here in Connecticut, if you want good pizza, well, it's Connecticut, first of all. So every place you go for pizza is perfect. Um, Seriously. Really? Dead serious. It's delicious. When we're sitting around and we're talking pizza, you know, when, when me and my homies, my posse, the crew, we're like, we're talking pizza. When Connecticut comes up, we kind of go, eh, I don't know, man. I Are you kidding me? I don't Have know they if- tried it out here? I don't know if you guys come correct. The word on the street is you guys don't keep it real that your pizza is kind of has pineapples on it and such. All right. That's I'm, what I, that's kinda, what I hear. I'm kind of crushed that, that you would do that. And the, the pineapple comment is, is, is sad. Um, th- there Me are and the pizza posse. We say that you guys like pineapple and ham on your pizza. That's right. just what well, I hear. This, this posse obviously has not traveled the world. The pizza posse, the pizza posse, <laughs> The old PP has not. Mm-hmm. That's funny because you're in the PP, but you're on the PP right now. Uh, but nice. the, the pizza posse needs to educate themselves on North New England pizzas. Because They're educated. The, the pizza posse. The, well, the Italians came over here, and the mm-hmm. Greeks came over here, and they got together, and they said, let's make a pizza. And ever since then, it's been pizza heaven up here. In fact, Look, we, when we're talking good pizza, we're talking like Little Caesars, we're talking Pizza Hut, we're talking Costco pizza, we're talking Totino's party pizzas. These are the big pizzas of the day. I don't know, I just I don't know, man. You can agree to disagree. I do I do agree to disagree. Um but that's my rant is that, that big people have gotten bigger and it needs to seriously the heart attack rate is super huge. And I and now I'm looking into it to see just make sure it's not just me. Like going nuts over big people because I lost 10 pounds. My goal now is to get back to a weight that I'm supposed to be at this age and shun those that are bigger than me. What is your plan to get to the weight that you want to get? Because if you, if you don't, you know, if you don't make like a serious plan and stick to it, it's like you're not going to, you're not going to get, get through it. My, my wife has a Fitbit, you know, and it, yeah. it keeps track of her steps and, you know, she's, you know, she's in her forties too. And like having to get like her 10,000 steps every single day has like helped her like to get to the goal she's wanted. Cause it's, you know, it's on her wrist. She sees it. It's like, it reminds her all the time. It might be, might be something to consider. Like I find that when you, like you quantify your workouts, it's more, you tend to stick to them more than if you just kind of make a goal of like, I want to do this. You know, you got to, Figure out how am I going to do this, and then the hard part is like sticking to the how you're going to do it. That's well. My answer would definitely be walking, um, which is something I used to do with my dog all the time when my dog was alive. Now that she's dead, it's just like it's annoying because you're dragging her. (laughs) Um, No, you should get you should get a new one. Oh yeah, live. I would recommend getting a live one this time because they're you know a little furry fitness machine. I walk my dog twice a day, and it's yes, you do. And she hounds me for it too, which is good. Get she'll it? like get in my face, like come on, hounds you. Yeah, but like she'll get up in my grill, be like, come on, let's go for a walk, you know. So I, I miss that so much. Yes, I tried taking my cat for a walk, and it was more of a tumble. They don't it, go for it. No, they do not. You could put them in a stroller. I've seen people do that. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't recommend it. They get upset. They tend to. <laughs> okay. Um, 
A neighbor of mine has a dog named Eli. It's so cute. It's a greyhound. I would love to have a greyhound. Ask to walk Eli. Just say, hey, I'll take I, him for you. I was thinking about that, but then the old guy, he probably, he probably wants to walk his dog, which I respect. But, Look, what are you trying to do? Get close to my dog? Get your own dog. There. Exactly. Dog that's what happens. Just, just go get one. I, I, well, that's up here. It's a matter of 250 bucks to get a dog that isn't flea-ridden, half-dead, missing an eye. Like from the like the shelter or whatever. Yeah, and they're all pit bulls. That's what ticks me off. I want a lab, a sweet female yellow lab. From what I understand, there's like labs bite more than pit bulls. I don't know if that's like that's that's what I've heard. I think it's a numbers issue. I just think there's more labs, so people get like more lab bites than pit bull bites. Well, the pit bulls will go after the popo, and they'll like cause illegalities that. Get you in trouble I would get, in court. I would get a pit bull. I've never had one, but like in my exposure to them, they've been just as like nice as any other dog. I've, I've as, actually, yes, as I've, far as I've, I've seen, I've never. But if you do not want a kiss from a pit bull, and they start trying to kiss you, you are getting a piss, a, yeah. ki- a kiss from a pit bull. You know, they're physically intimidating, and you've heard all this stuff. So when you see one, you get scared. You know, you just kind of automatically kind of tense up. But I do anyway. But it's like I find that once you know. Once you're exposed to the dog and you see the dog is just like a dog. I still like, I still pucker up down there. Dude, I yeah. I that's your instinct. You're like, oh it's dog's like, gonna lock Johnny on yeah. my, my throat. My jugular will no longer exist. So those are those are my rants and your rants. We did pretty good. I feel like I stepped all over your rant and I apologize. No, you didn't. We added to it. That's fine. It was beautiful. I did. You, you helped didn't. me you helped me because once I said people were fat, that's it. What else can you say? <laughs> and you kept and it going, and I appreciate it. One thing I did that I shouldn't have done is I, you know, I exposed my membership in the pizza posse, and I, it's an, an elite society of party pizza eaters. And I wonder if I'm, I'm afraid that I might be, I might be out. They might oust you. They might oust me just for exposing it on the number one podcast on the planet Earth. The now, what is the, what is the name of it again? The pizza parlor. The pizza. The pizza posse. The pizza parlor posse. The pizza. Po- the PPP. The Pizza Parlor Party Pizza Posse is what it was. The PPPP. <laughs> We're the elite. We're the elite pizza eaters. Oh, so it's E P P P P P P. We we eat all all the elite pizza. Oh, Tony's, huh? Mm, Totino's is good. <laughs> Tombs, tombstone. We go for the tombstones a lot. I gotta uh, admit, I like tombstone. There's this pizza brand called Dick's. They have a Walmart. We love that pizza. It's delicious. We go to Mountain Mike's. Mountain Mike's Pizza down the street. It's delicious. It's all you can eat. CeCe's Pizza, $4.99, all you can eat. Oh, it's just the best pizza in the world. We do have a place here called Party Pizza where you get this bigger bigger than a party. I mean, it's like this big by this big. It's like the pool table, and it's five bucks. Hmm. It's disgusting. Oh. It's probably super high quality with really great ingredients in a home home style homemade tradition. <laughs> home style pizza, yeah, <laughs> that I could make out of a bag of newspaper and I can make out of a can of biscuits and some can, pasta sauce. A can of uh, Frisky's pate. <laughs> <laughs> little, when I was a kid, I, I grew up in Illinois. We didn't move to California until I was in the fourth grade, and like they had Shakey's pizza there. I don't know. Oh if yeah, Shakey's. We used to have that and, in Virginia. Yeah. The thing I remember about Shakey's Pizza was like there was this rumor going around, like a schoolyard rumor, that Shakey's Pizza used dog food on the pizza. So it was like everybody would stay away from there. And like if you went somewhere 
and they had the Shakey's pizza, you'd be like, oh, snap, I can't eat that. There's there's dog food on there. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Facebook Sidebar. Oh, were you throwing that to me? Because I was yeah. looking at the Facebook Sidebar. No, that's Facebook fine. Sidebar. Should I say it like that or Facebook Sidebar? I could also say it like Facebook Sidebar. I like that last one. And now, the Facebook Sidebar. That was me imitating you, imitating the Beatles on Please Stand By. I thought you were imitating a little kid who said Red Rum on The Shining. That's very, yeah, maybe. (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, you can take it away, sir. You get the first pick. I'm looking at through the sidebar, um, and I'm trying to... All of this is so just inflammatory right now. All of this news, all the news right now is very... Well, we've had a very rough past week. It's been a rough kind of time lately. Very. You want me? You know, you, well, I'm going for one right I had, away. I had a thought about that. It's like there is a lot of there's a lot of fear right now. I think that all of like not all, but a lot of these problems are just they're just fear driven. People are you know afraid of their lifestyles changing. They're afraid of this. They're afraid of that, and. And then they start barking. Like you gotta, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, you get scared, and then you feel like you have to defend yourself. You just gotta, you just have to not give in to these sort of things. You gotta, true. Like that British poster, you know, you just gotta keep calm and carry on. And I, and, and I'm not gonna say that you need to ignore the world as it is, but when when you get these people out here, you know, and they're just like barking like crazy. The more attention you pay to them, the louder they bark. Very you know? true. And I'm not true. saying that you should just let them run wild over the streets because that's not true either. But but that's what's when, happening. When you get a fire and you get another fire and you put them together, and then you get like a big explosion. You get a big you get a big explosion. So I don't I don't know what you want to. A lot of the fear to me seems it's driven by people being Uninfl- people being afraid of. You know, like what what people are going to take. You know, people are afraid of you know immigrants or people whatever, and they're afraid of like they're going to take from our system. They're going to endanger our our way of life. They're going to do all these things. And I think that it it, it, it it may be a way to look at it. One second, it may be a way to look at it is let's not see what they're going to take. Let's see what people can give. You know, because everybody right. has a potential to take, but they also have the power to like enrich things. You know, let's this is important to try to like try to give things a chance before you um. Before you wave a Nazi flag and take it to the streets. Mm. The the sad part is is that exactly what you said, but it even goes even further. It's what what are they going to take from me? Because there is a lot of entitlement nowadays. And it has to do with devices like what I got right here in my hand. Mm-hmm. And everything is me, mine. And there's this, this circle of maybe 10 inches outside of my body, which you are not allowed to touch, look at, and come near. And that's what everybody's afraid of, that being affected, because everybody is cozy in their own cells and do not want to work together with others to in their own fix cells. It. Yeah, and it's terrible. But then you have the ones who do, and when they do step out of there, the ones that are stuck in their own cells are like, wait a minute, you can't do that because I don't agree with it. And then everybody starts killing each other. And the latest thing to do is, of course, get in a car and start pile-driving through people. 
that seems to be the greatest fad and the and the sickest, most disgusting thing that we can come up with to make a point that we don't like something, and that's just disgusting. And it's, it's a scary weak. time right now. Yeah, it's very scary, and it's weak, and it's cowardly, and... So, do you want to start first with your Facebook sidebar? So, here on the Facebook sidebar, I see that Star Wars, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi is a character in the film franchise Star Wars. I'm not sure True. If, if you're too familiar with this. He's an old fella. He wears a robe. He lives in a cave in the desert. He, he's, you know, he's kind of a loner. And through, through the powers of some, like some mystical, uh, they call it the Force, you know, he... He's able to do miraculous things, I guess. I guess that's the idea. I haven't seen it myself. I've only heard of people say. But from what I can see here, there is, in fact, going to be a standalone movie for yes. this Obi-Wan Kenobi character. Absolutely. What uh, can you tell me about? Why does his name have a dash? Oh, the reason his name has a... Uh, you don't want to say Obi-Wan as if it's one word. Mm-hmm. Or is it Obi-Wan-Kenobi? It's obi wan Maybe this is a deal like in some Asian countries where the family name goes first and he had progressive parents like, you know, his mom's name was Obi and his dad's name was Juan and they combined the two names together to make it like like a hyphenated last name. Maybe could have been the connection. Maybe the wedding ring in the middle. Mm. What kind of a name is Kenobi? Kenobi is something that is better than the cannot Nobi. Is this going to start Ewan McGregor? He was the one, you know, from the prequels. Is that who they're going to go? They should. That would be appropriate if they get somebody else that just screws up the whole story again. I would definitely watch it. I know that I would go watch it, but that's not an idea that has me really jazzed. Well, everybody gets their own film. All of mm-hmm. the characters. I'm sure there'll Eventually. be a Chewbacca movie. I'm sure that would that would get me jazzed. I coming up chewbacca was my favorite character in this this film franchise i love that chewbacca i want i want a film for the guy who runs around and goes that's what i want they should make one the odd guy a jawa a jawa i would watch i would watch a movie about jawas i think maybe maybe a short film maybe a um (laughs) short film get it oh you get it i didn't even mean it that way kevin you you are on the ball right i'm trying Mm mm-hmm well, I'm going to go with this one. Tina Fey urges Americans stay home from neo-Nazi rallies and eat a sheet cake instead. I fully agree with that. I think that sheet cake like, is much better than neo-Nazi uh, rallies. Um, also, sheet cake is my favorite kind of cake. Unless I, it's a swastika cake in which you should not eat. I am so lowbrow when it comes to cake that there's nothing better than like like a birthday cake, like a Safeway birthday cake. Oh, yeah, those are good. <laughs> and then, like, you eat it, and you go, you know, I just ingested 900 calories of sugar and lard, and <laughs> I feel like I did that. You know, it's, it, you you pay for it. Like, you know what changes the color of your bowels the next day? I didn't know that. Do that. Next time you have a cake and you have blue icing, mm-hmm. you, you look like you take little Smurf turds the next day. <sighs> wow. <laughs> Your turn. Oh, uh, let's see. So you were on the entertainment one, too. If you don't know what we're doing, look at the Facebook news bar, and there are all these little icons. I am going to go to sports. I don't normally talk about sports, and we will see what is going on in the world of athletics. And let's see. I'm not familiar with any of these. Oh, Kevin Durant. He is 
he's a local basketball athlete. He plays for the um, the hoops team known as the uh, Golden State Warriors. They play at the Oakland Arena, which is like an hour and a half. Oh, nice! From my house, yeah. He um, he's like the. I guess he would be like the secondary star. This this fool Steph Curry, Curry rather, is like the star, and he's like the other star. But he said that he will not visit the White House over Trump. I guess the Warriors won the championship, which was which was cool. And if you do that, I guess you get to go to the White House to get a you know get a dap from the president to because he has nothing better to do than to meet you know the team that won the NBA championship. But you get to go do that. But Kevin Durant's like, I'm not even going to go because I don't even want to talk to that dude, Trump. I'm not not going to do it. I, no. I, that's fine. If I may, um, I'm not a big Trump fan either. But if you get invited to the White House, you go. I mean, what chance are you going to ever have again? It, you know, of course, the president is a maybe not your favorite. And, and my answer on the president, my this is my view of the president. Mm-hmm. that's my view so that's, still you get an opportunity to go to the white house you have to go just to well, do you it, think yeah because you got to respect the fact of our our system so what do you think you're a respect the office not the man right kind of exactly person? and especially if you do not like the president i think you should go because you have an opportunity to let him know how you feel without that's, being smacky you shouldn't smack. I can see that point. Yeah. I, I definitely see that point. I myself, I don't, I, I don't know. I would not miss a chance to historically walk the halls where Abraham Lincoln was, and you know all of that, and especially to see some of that. I mean, if you've never had a chance, if he's been there before, then I can understand. All right, I'm going to go on with this one. You ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Woman sues airline for three point four million dollars. What is the icon for this? For uh, uh, because of the fact that there was a wedding dress in there. Which one are you looking at? Politics. Uh, it was on the main. But the woman sues airline for three point four American Airlines for three point four million dollars over wedding dress. She she claims that a flight attendant intentionally ruined her dress. How did they do that? Well, apparently, I'm gonna read. You gotta. Get- I apologize. I shouldn't have asked you a question about the topic you're talking about. That's Didn't right. make fun of I ruined your flow. The worst. Well, there was a dispute between the American Airlines stewardess and this person, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the attendant. You can't say stewardess anymore because of no. uh, apparently genitalia is questionable nowadays. So, so uh, the woman uh, got in a fight with her, and I guess there was a a. a red wine stain that was uh, put onto the uh, dress. So you basically what you do is you get American Airlines to pay to have a new dress done, but you can't tell me that dress costs you $3.4 million. And if you spend $3.4 million on that wedding dress, guarantee you, you will not be married more than a year. No? No, because you spent too much money on a dress instead of how much money you spent on the wedding itself. My sister-in-law made my wife's wedding dress. She is a seamstress. How much money did she spend? Not very much. It was just the, you know the cost of the uh, you know the fabric and such. I guess. Then I highly, highly respect that. Couldn't have been more than a few couple hundred dollars. I would. That's think. beautiful to me. Three point four million. That's too much well, to spend on wedding any, dress. That's that's too much to spend. Like maybe a palace. I I don't know. I don't know what. It, 
I don't know what's out there in the world that I would ever spend three and a half million dollars on. I mean, I mean that with all sincerity. Like I could have a billion dollars and I don't know what I would buy outside of like a house that would ever cost that much. And even that I'm not, that's too much. It is. And I understand the freak out because the wedding was probably the next day or the next couple of days. And what are we going to do? What am I going to wear? doesn't matter. Your friends are there. You're there. Your fiance's there. The person giving the service is there. Enjoy your day. You could be wearing nothing, which would probably be preferred. How, uh, what was your wedding like? My wedding was awesome. It was mm-hmm. in Virginia at a beautiful church. Um, really? The one thing I remember the most about my wedding is yeah. standing there and... At the time, a co-worker came in just in time for the wedding. Uh, she apologized for being late. And I'm just sitting there thinking, I'm getting married, I'm getting married. And then all of a sudden, the bell clanged at the church. Boom! Which meant the wedding was going to begin. And everything just melted. And I thought, i got to get out of here. Hmm. What am I doing? What am I doing? I That's am that all getting the time. married. And then all of a sudden, the line formed with all the brides, brides grooms, uh, br- the groomsmen. Sorry. And uh, we started walking, and then I realized, okay, I'm getting married. I can do this. But for a split second, that fear, I'll never forget that feeling. Like, this is it. This is the rest of my life. It's over, man. (laughs) How long have you been married? I've been married since 2004. So almost 14 years. I'm smoking you. We're well into the 20s. You are? Mm Mm-hmm. I'll catch up. Um, maybe... If I die. First wedding, first marriage. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this yep. is my fifth. Is it sincerely? No. no, second, right? No, not even that. It's still my first. Not even second. No, this is my first. But um, I could have I sworn that you said on a show that you were overseas, and this was this was when you were in the navy that you were overseas, and that you married a local lass, but you weren't sure if it counted or not because. It was like the tribal chief that married you, and he didn't know if that was like a, a – Is it was that you, or is that uh, – No, that was not me. What I did, what sworn that was you, and it was at the episode where it was you, that show where it's you and Doug and Ferg. <laughs> the Extraordinary. And yeah, the one that like you guys don't have me on even though – You, you are know, an Extraordinary podcast. Even though I am the ex- Extraordinary but no, because it's like I heard you talk about that. Like you, this was when you were in the Navy. Before. When you were, I was never in the Navy. You were on a submarine crew, as I recall. Nope. You. I haven't even hush. been in a boat more than ten seconds. Is this all like hush hush, like you know, like black ops kind of stuff? This could be. You don't want me holding a gun. You probably cut this. <laughs> you probably want to cut this out of the show. I didn't probably. Mean to no, you don't. <laughs> Do you want one more headline, or should we? I'm good. Let me think. You did one, I did one. I've talked so much. Did we do four? My throat hurts. <laughs> hey, Brian. Hey, what's going on, Kev? Well, what I... you guys don't know is that we just took like a 25-minute sidebar to talk about various other things that you will never know. It's just it's a... how it's going to be sometimes. You guys aren't privy to everything. Some things are private. Brian and I mm-hmm. like to talk about privates. It wasn't about that. No, no some, some, of, some of it, but not, I wouldn't say that's like the main, the right. main topic, a How, bit. However, the measurements stand true. Um, yep. 
Mm-hmm. That being said, I want to thank yep. you so much for joining me again for another pretentious podcast. I look forward to the next one. Two weeks. All right. Two weeks. Th- this one didn't hurt as bad as the last one. I'll say that. Why did the other one hurt? It's all, you know, it's kind of, I don't know, it's dead, sort of, <laughs> sort of drain, draining, emotionally draining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I'm sorry for yelling at you, and I'm sorry that uh, we cut that show from two weeks ago. It's all right. I. It's like like the thing with the pills. It's taken a while, but I've been able to find it in my heart to just move on. I, you know, at least at least part of me has moved on. I don't know, not if it ever completely, but you know, time. Time heals all wounds. Not all of them. And most you know, of, some of them. You know what else heals all wounds is is sheet cake. Sheet cake and like steroids. I've, I've been I've hurt myself a couple times when given steroids, you know, for various ailments. True. I've, Those cure all wounds, increase all athletic performances, all podcast performances as well. From what we're hearing today, Kev, I saw your shots. Thank you very much. I was trying trying to uh, hide those again, but yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good for you. Kevin is injecting himself right now with some sort of an anabolic agent, like right while we speak. It's, it's green. I can see that it's green, but beyond that, I don't. I've never seen anyone inject something directly into their ear. It also keeps it from itching. What? Before we go, can yes. you do an imitation of Ferg doing a mummy? Okay. I'm a mummy. See that guy over there? I'm going to go get him. The mummy is such a poor character. Ferg's mummy. The general mummy. <laughs> but he does Did you see the, a kick-ass Kermit. Did you see the mummy? The movie with the Tom Cruise movie? Not yet. I'm, I'm afraid to see it because I hear it's terrible. I saw it. It, was, it, was, it, was, it, had, it had its moments. Be sure to check out my buddy Brian on his site, icrobots.com, where you can listen to his podcast, Toys R Us Report. Don't mm-hmm. forget to also check out his show, This Boring Life. This one coming up, what is it about? I got one coming up. It's in the works right now. It's a couple weeks from uh, you know being ready to go, but it's about my friend Andy, this kid I used to hang out with in junior high. Dude was, dude was a lunatic, not not in a bad way, but the kid kid was a maniac, and I got a million good stories about like the time I spent with this guy. Like okay, a good. Lot of good stuff. Then mm. check him out. All right, so thank you again. Join us next time when Brian says. Fare thee well, young travelers. How about that? <laughs> That's perfect. That was my Kevin Zerb imitation. Do you like that? <laughs> Fare thee well. Fare thee well. <laughs> All of Zerbinator's music and podcasts are under the Creative Commons license, which allows retelling and rebroadcasting as long as the author is notified and credited. For more great escape pods, please visit www.zerbinator.wordpress.com. If you would like to contact Zerbinatorland, you can send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com or give us a call at 571-408-ZERB or 9372.